A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today we have some great compliance stories. And our first story is from RainbowRat95. Transphobic manager doesn't like my pants, breaks multiple uniform policies herself. I'm a barista. I'm transgender, female to male, relevant. My boss being a mythical being. I've worked there going on six plus months now. I've worked in two different stores now, having to transfer from my first store due to the extremely transphobic, homophobic, and abusive manager and fellow coworkers. Nothing of which was done about, except to transfer me to a different store. My current store has been semi-okay. Still transphobic co-workers, but the good ones definitely outweigh the bad. Recently, I've gotten the courage to report an openly transphobic co-worker, I'll call her Jay, whose abuse was turning to an underage co-worker who's also trans and was turning to customers as well. She got in trouble, the state manager having a private meeting to discuss the complaints from me and the underage co-worker. My manager, I'll call her A, and Jay are very close friends. Jay's now quit or been fired, it's unclear. Since then, A's been very nitpicky, specifically with things about me and my underage coworker. My store's fairly relaxed about the uniform policy, and the six months I've worked there, no one's ever been written up for anything regarding uniform. Multiple partners have long manicured nails with gems. Multiple partners wear jeans with rips and tears or cargo pants and leggings. Multiple partners wear regular colored sneakers. Multiple partners have large visible tattoos. Multiple partners have 10 plus ear piercings, none of which are studs or sleepers. Multiple partners have 2 plus facial piercings. Our uniform policy specifically says solid black or beige cotton pants are acceptable. No athletic, denim, synthetic, leather, acrylic, or leggings material are allowed. All clothing must be without tears and rips. Earrings must be small, no more than two per ear. They must be sleepers or studs and not contain any stones. Partners may have one small facial piercing. No additional other piercings or jewelry is allowed. Fingernails must be well-maintained in moderate length. Acrylic nails and polish, including clear, is not allowed. Nail polish can chip and contaminate food and beverages. Now, I follow all of these. I wear black, solid colored, 97% cotton pants, no ribs or tears. They have small silver buckles along the knees as a tightening mechanism. I have one facial piercing, a septum, a plain black ring. I have another, an eyebrow piercing that I remove before every shift. This hasn't been a problem until I made the complaints against Jay. A is the manager, so she had to get involved. All of a sudden, my pants are now a problem. I've asked how to be shown on the uniform policy where I'm breaking the rules. I can't be shown. I'm told I specifically can't wear the pants I wear. I ask why, as they're solid black cotton pants. I cannot be given a clear answer. It's been an ongoing argument between myself and my manager. Her reasoning is that the state manager will lose her crap if she sees me wearing these pants. The state manager has seen me wearing them, hasn't said a word. 
The state manager has taken me aside privately to let me know that they're doing something about my complaints against the transphobic coworker, and that's it. They've been very proactive in taking my complaints seriously after I mentioned I've told multiple friends and family about the issues regarding the transphobic coworker that I've told multiple LGBTQIA plus friends not to work at an unsupportive workplace. The other day, a multi-mass text was sent to every partner reiterating the uniform policy with photos of the policy, letting partners know that if one's breaking the policy have not changed by the 6th of November, then disciplinary action will be taken. They didn't name any names. I texted back saying good thing my black, solid colored, 97% cotton pants with no tears and rips aren't breaking policy. If it's a problem I can remove my single facial piercing though. I then said what of other piercings? It's only two sleepers slash studs per ear right? My manager has 10 plus piercings per ear. Her reply was, jewelry is not an area of concern. I'm in the process of asking the state manager to update the policy so partners have more freedom regarding ear piercings. And that was it. A friend has mentioned that potentially the silver buckles on my pants aren't solid colored, so I'm spray painting them black. Nothing more has been said regarding the uniform policy and A's been avoiding me since I made the compliments against her friend. I'm expecting a lot more to happen so I'll definitely keep this updated. I love that they're trying to weaponize the uniform policy when OP literally doesn't have anything they can even code them for. I just don't understand what this manager expects to have happen. If anything, they're like generating mountains and piles of evidence to use against them to create some kind of case, if not with like an HR, at least with a state manager. Would a manager like this inspire you to do just enough to comply with any rules? Really toe that line, make their trigger finger itchy on trying to report you and get you in trouble when you're not doing anything wrong? Or with a person like this, do you just go about your business, not rock the boat? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Prince Justice 237 Both skates on the ice? Sure. So, this isn't the most satisfying malicious compliance story, and I don't know if many people will even be on my side with it. This post might get removed, but it technically counts. This happened in the winter of 2019. I'm a figure skater with my university figure skating society. The problem comes over the holidays when I live with my parents. The ice rink in the cities closed down years prior to the story, and the next closest one was literally in the next country. My parents live in the southwest of England, and the next closest rink was in Wales. And I'd have to take three trains and two buses to get there. I know that because I'd made that journey myself in the summer. Around Christmas time, as is true in a lot of places, a lot of temporary ice rinks open up for people who just want to skate in circles. They're much smaller than my regular rink, and the ice isn't great. But for myself, desperate to skate, the temporary rink in the closest town was all I had. I got a ticket to a session on a weekday, meaning that it wasn't crowded at all. There were maybe seven other people there, mostly sticking to the edges and hugging the side as most new skaters do. I originally kept to the middle, doing jumps, spins, backward crossovers, releasing my pent-up skating urges before someone on the rink approached me, saying that I had to keep to the sides and not skate in the middle. I might have understood this if it was more crowded, but again, the rink had so little traffic that I might as well have had it to myself. Still, I try to keep to the sides and just do all my tricks while skating in a single direction, while doing my best to stay clear and respectful of the others. They didn't seem to care. 
before I was approached again saying that I had to keep both skates on the ice. Keep in mind, I'd read the rules on the website before getting my ticket, and there was nothing about not being able to skate in the middle or keeping both skates on the ice. Again, if it had been crowded, I would have understood, but the danger was practically non-existent with so few people around. I said I had to take three trains and two buses to get to the next closest rink, and he said, tough luck. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Realizing I wasn't getting anywhere and being pissed at not being able to skate properly, I decided to cue malicious compliance. I skated a good distance away, making sure to keep to the sides in the same direction and pick up my skates as little as possible. Then when I had enough momentum, I pushed down into a forward lunge. Technically both my skates stayed on the ice, just that for my back skate, it was the leather of the boot rather than the blade. As I passed the guy, I twisted around so I was traveling backwards in the lunge before pushing my front skate out into full splits on the ice, arching back gracefully. Both my skates never left the ice. Then I got up, smiled at the guy, who looked certifiably done with my crap, and left the ice, treating myself to a hot chocolate with whipped cream and marshmallows. The city built a new permanent ice rink a couple years later, where the rink staff complimented my skating, and I never had to go back to that rink. Imagine having talented, skilled, passionate skaters in your area and discouraging those people from ever going to your rink. That's like having tennis courts and scolding the people who can spike the shots and hit it right in the back corner every time. I mean, I guess they just don't want to be liable. Maybe they don't want to have to have everybody sign a waiver or something. I don't know what the deal here is. Unless your intention is skating like a stiff board, you better not come here. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Yes I'm Still an Atheist, IT Director Not Being Helpful, Time for Malicious Compliance. Originally I'd submitted two weeks notice and had every intention of tying up loose ends. After an incident of further abuse from my CEO, I reduced my notice to one week and decided to maliciously comply with her statement that I wasn't being helpful. During that one week notice, I took it easy. Outstanding tickets? I just closed and archived them all. Instead of putting extra work into a nice clean installation of video conferencing equipment, I left the monitor sitting on a credenza with the camera partially blocking the view. I finished installing a new printer, but I only gave minor instructions on how to use it. Stuff I'd hung in my office wall I just ripped down and left exposed drywall. 
their requests for MSP, Managed Service Provider, recommendations, I simply said, I really have no recommendations. I feel that I was as helpful as possible to my counterpart, who assumed my responsibilities on my departure. They had endured the same abuse, and I was leaving them to the lions, so I felt it terribly uncool if I completely left them in the lurch. I enjoyed a week off after that before starting my new job. During that week, I did as much as I could to help other people find new work, including my interim counterpart. As of my last count, there's now five people actively interviewing for new jobs, and at least two are extremely close to finding new work. My line of sight into how things are going is somewhat limited, but here's some of the details. A marketing person in a supervisory role who had never been capable of doing anything that their staff could do was forced to learn how to do those things. Panning the contact database, using email marketing templates, targeting audiences, etc. from women. Let me tell you that this is not the kind of guy who likes that kind of thing. Lots of stomping around like a toddler. To avoid doing extra work, they brown-nosed the CEO and got a permission for their high school kid to come and help for two weeks before going back to school. Seriously, a high school student who had to get up to speed on this stuff and run advanced marketing campaigns so their dad could continue avoiding work to doom-scroll through Twitter all day for two weeks. This is a direct result of the chain of events from my departure. The media director, responsible for acts of idiocy like plugging the network into itself and causing network storms, is pushing to replace the ISP. He waited one day to push this agenda, which I had soundly rejected multiple times over the years. If they get a new ISP, the current one would bail, and they're the network MSP as well to a certain extent. They own all the network switches, the firewall, and the Wi-Fi infrastructure. I'm eagerly awaiting the results of this. He's another favorite of the CEO, so he may actually just get his way. The CEO has said behind my back that maybe instead of hiring for my role, they just need to simplify things. So that could actually happen, and they have no idea what kind of immediate chaos that would cause. I can picture them terminating the contract with the MSP and seeing the MSP come into the building to grab all of the network hardware. That's how dumb and arrogant they are. The main informational email account is getting hammered with spam because I've been playing the whack-a-mole game with blocking malicious IPs every day. This is spam generated from the CRM, so via SMTP relay, so it's a service hosted by the CRM provider who's failed to prioritize the implementation of modern anti-spam features like honeypots. I'm pretty sure this makes the email account 95% spam content. I got a text about this, and I basically said there's nothing they can do, which is true as they don't know how to block list IPs. I'm still on their mailing lists, and it's been like crickets for two weeks. Seriously, they'd been producing as many as 30 emails per week, and I haven't seen one at all since I left. Meanwhile, I started my new job and day one was a breath of fresh air. They're a real business with actual performance metrics, evaluations, and highly modern and advanced systems. They're taking me out to lunch today, day two. My new supervisor and I have so much in common, we had to catch ourselves several times to stop talking and get back to the usual orientation stuff. Couldn't be happier. To give some extra context for those who may not know, 
OP was an IT director for this company with a narcissist CEO that felt like OP wasn't being helpful in any way and basically led to them getting the two weeks notice. Now a one weeks notice thanks to OP and this whole company and the narcissist CEO doesn't understand how they're going to crumble without OP holding the walls up. And our final story of the day is from No Gear 8270 Mel's Wargo never makes a mistake. This is my grandfather's story and dates back to the 60s. My grandfather was a first generation American, the youngest son of eight children, son of English immigrants. He met his sweetheart at age 19 and married her soon after. Her family were Californios, Mexican citizens who became Americans due to California becoming a part of the US, and suffered some prejudice due to their heritage. My grandfather used to go to the bank with his father-in-law to make sure that he was able to cash his paychecks without issues. One time, the bank teller passed him his money instead of counting it out. So after leaving the counter, he counted up the funds and found that the teller had accidentally given him twice the amount shown on the check. So my grandfather and his father-in-law went back up to the teller and said, Excuse me, ma'am, but I think you made a mistake. Looking down her nose at him, she said in a condescending tone of voice, Mel's Wargo never makes a mistake. Being an honest guy, the father-in-law said, but then my grandfather stopped him and said, you heard her, Mel's Wargo never makes a mistake, let's go, and off they went. Bank error in your favor, one of the nicest Monopoly cards. Yeah, that Mel's Wargo sure doesn't ever make a mistake. Certainly not one like making millions of fraudulent accounts in people's names who never signed up for said accounts. Now that would be a big mistake. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another compliance story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.